and Limpopo, Mapula Mokaba Pokwane, ending that report compiled by Michael Makungo, presented on air by Ronald Pirim. For more on this now, we're joined on the line by Professor Somadota Figeni, a political and policy analyst at uh, the University of South Africa, UNISA. Uh, Dr. Figeni, good to be talking to you. Good afternoon. Afternoon to you and afternoon to your listeners. It's good to be talking to you on on the Youth Day and uh, the ANC Youth League waited for this day to officially nominate Kosazana uh, Lamini Zuma, unofficially so, by the way, because uh, it, that process has not started. But what do you read into this? Well, it's simply a confirmation of what we have always been knowing because this has been confirmed either by some regions or by some individuals, and it was known that the ANC Youth League leadership would actually be backing Nkosa Zanathamenizuma in their statements, in their pronouncements, and in their political posture, it was very clear where they stood. Should we then wait for a backlash, for some kind of a reprimand from, from the ANC to say, but, you know, young lions, you, you, you jumped the gun, you were not supposed to, to make this uh, official until at least uh, a few more days, uh, until the, the, the policy conference, and thereafter you're free to do it. Is, is it ill-disciplined of uh, the Youth League to, to do, the, do this? Is it ill-disciplined of Kosazanat uh, Zuma to accept publicly before the official process starts? Well, I do think that ANC has been battling to manage the process. Even going to Mangaung, it was the same challenge. And therefore, it is unlikely that they are going to reprimand. Remember that even the president seemed to have raised the issue of uh, his preference for Ngozas and So that in itself, I think, makes it very difficult for any other official or leader to uh, pronounce otherwise or reprimand. Mm. And what does uh, Dr. Nkosazana Zuma bring to the ANC of today, the ANC that is so fragmented as we know it, the ANC that is, uh, you know, hit by factionalism as, as we see things develop in front of us every day as we've heard the leaders of the ANC acknowledging and accepting that the, the ANC really is in a, a state of crisis. I mean, uh, w- what is it that she's going to bring that perhaps is, is lacking right now in the ANC? Well, I do think that none of the factions would actually be able to answer to that particular call Uh, but rather they would actually be part of the different factions that are seen to be siding with this or that side. But most importantly, what was expected of her, and it would be expected of any other ANC at this moment, needs unity and reconciliation since its political divisions. It also needs a disciplined cadership as well as ethical leadership, which will confront the scourge of corruption. If any one of the leaders is not speaking to those issues, of course, one of the most important issues is the historic mission of socioeconomic transformation, something that so far has failed to materialize in the last 23 years. And uh, Dr. Figeni, how strong is uh 
Dr. Nkosaza Nadlamin Zuma's campaign right now. Let's let's do some permutations here. Who is likely to support her? The ANC Youth League has said, yes, we're giving her a nod, but who else is going to fall squarely behind her? I do think that the Women's League leadership, the ANC Youth League leadership, the MKVA leadership, as well as the chairs of the provinces of KZN and uh, the Free State as well as Northwest. And I'm raising the issue of leadership uh, advisedly because it is the case that in other instances you may find that the Youth League doesn't fall behind its leadership pronouncement. Same with the MKVA. Some of the military veterans have pronounced otherwise. So the leadership itself, if it is still in place, come end of the year, they will squarely be behind him, but they can't guarantee that the members may necessarily support unconditionally. But most of the people who are leading her campaign are facing a whole range of legal uh, challenges and investigations which may by that time, have blunted their weapon, uh, take uh, the president of the Women's League, for example, the issue of Sasa. Mm. How far will it go and how will it blemish her will also determine her strength of campaigning. And, and, and uh, you, you left out Mpumalanga because uh, there, there are some rumblings there that uh, we're hearing are, are developing right now that uh, David Mabuza, for instance, is not firmly behind the so-called the Premier League uh, because uh, he's also, we are told, trying to negotiate his way to, to the higher office. So he wants to go it alone. What do you make of that? Actually, the reason I didn't count Mbumalanga is precisely because the leader there is still trying to weigh different options, which means he could be open to negotiations with either the Ramaphosa or the Ngosa Zanatamenezuma side if he had the numbers and he has the influence come that time, because there'll be a lot of horse trading and there'll be a lot of permutations that we do not yet see come December, because between now and December, so many things will be happening. And even the Gupta emails and the investigations may reveal a number of things mm. which may weaken some of the leaders. And and uh, does this then give Nkosazana Lamin Zuma a, a poor position, that uh, she is supported by the Women's League that is led uh, by... Uh, uh, by by the leader who is leading it right now with, with the issue of uh, Sasa, for instance, does it help her cause that uh, she is supported by the ANC Youth League that is so fractured and so weak as some of the leaders have accepted uh, that it couldn't even agree on who should be on the board of the National Youth Development Agency? Does it help her cause that... Uh, she will be supported by the Free State, for instance, where the current president of the ANC was booed at the uh, um, uh, Workers' Day, for instance, or does all this then weaken her ambitions to become the president of the ANC and eventually the president of the Republic? 
I do think that her positioning, if she doesn't come out clean on the issue of the association with the former husband, as well as the issue of corruption, which is associated with the Guptas and some of the political leaders who might be lining up behind her, that may harm her. And also it may just paint her as the person coming in to continue the legacy of the president who has proven to be quite controversial. She needs to establish her own standing and not find herself defined in the terms of those who might be seen as trying to defend something or the perception that whichever president comes in, given the legal challenges they may be facing, may be coming in to simply give a pardon here and there. And uh, Dr. Figeni, do you think it's in her character come December to say uh, the winner takes all or let's come together, let's talk, you know, let's let's talk over the issues that have divided us. If she wins, what do you think will be her posture? Well, I do think that uh, it will be a question of how acrimonious some of these campaigns may have been because sometimes if the acrimony is so serious, then it means that you may have a challenge of building bridges thereafter. It may need another person who is not a candidate at this moment to do that healing process and assurance.